I just want to say that Hurt Bay just let me know that I made the right decisions in my life. Like, been there. No, I'm definitely at Mary J. Blige. Uh, no more drama. Post that. <laughs> mm. I'm solidly at no hateration at the dancery right now in my life. Yeah. Um, You're saying I'm living my life just fine. I, just fine. <laughs> fine, 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 mm. fine. Fine. Right. Ooh. And also <laughs> picking up things that I need in my life. And one thing I know for sure uh. is I need somebody, a nigga that like y'all will never know what that nigga voice sound like. <laughs> y'all, what does Stamin voice sound like? Nobody knows. <laughs> Has anybody in here heard Stamin say any and if you have can you imitate Stedman's voice can right you imitate now Stedman's without, without looking it up nigga <laughs> without looking it up cause <laughs> y'all know what Gail King sounds like At y'all know what you know she what comes to sound. mind you know what she sounds like yes Ava DuVernay is getting features on the Insta come. story we know what Ava mm. sound like come on now <laughs> y'all ain't heard Stedman say more than 10 words in 3 decades I- but Stedman, I can't call it. <laughs> Give me the strong, silent type uh, right there. The don't strong, don't supportive, silent type. That it's a bad bitch among you. <laughs> goddamn. And you will be acknowledged when you yeah. need to be, goddamn. <laughs> I'm just saying Oprah has figured it out. So I'm just saying like Hurt Bang, you know, we gonna got when we get to it, we got all the we solidarity. Got all the goddamn solidarity, bitch. Indeed. And I'm just saying, all you gotta do is look to the hills. For which look I'm to your mothers. Look forward. To learn game. Yes. And the game is y'all don't know what the fuck Stedman sound like. That's the game. That's the real game. <laughs> there it is. Y'all, Take what you need from it. Jazz <laughs> over here preaching this thoughtful ass sermon. Listen, listen, hoes. <laughs> Get you be a, not be afraid. Get you a practical relationship, okay? <laughs> a nigga that's about to hold you down. You bad girl. Stedman. Stedman is Silently. the go. Y'all talking Stedman, the Jay Z's who was always two steps behind Beyonce. Do you y'all? We need to just Jay Z is a full ass family man now. Stedman, he every time you see him, he with that baby eating lunch, dinner. <laughs> Taking a play date, pushing on the swing, because Beyonce is practicing. He said, what did she say? That's what y'all should do. Learned a new choreo I didn't know. Great. (laughs) Look at me. I'm a great dad. (laughs) I have this thing called title. (laughs) This nigga got inducted to the Hall of Fame of of writers. Like, first first rapper, rapper. Mm-hmm. like no. and it's a full ass got daddy daycare on deck no big deal about it he's like you know just <laughs> out here providing for mine <laughs> <laughs> y'all the third voice you hear in black joy headquarters today is the god malaya from the himalayas okay <laughs> But let's, we got to go ahead and get started so we can just, because niggas is hype. This is going to be great. I'm so excited. So good. (laughs) You got to do it, Amber. (laughs) This is Amber J. Phillips, the high priestess of Black Joy. And this is Jay as the king of the south. And you are listening to the The Black Black Joy Joy Mixtape. Hey, what do you think? We got some ghetto bitches, speaking in tongue bitches, 
Show on the floor, I say to the floor Beating them ghetto bitches, speaking in tongue bitches Four on the floor, I say to the floor Beating them ghetto bitches, speaking in tongue bitches Four on the floor, I say to the floor Beating them ghetto bitches, speaking in tongue bitches Four on the floor, I say to the floor Talk shit, we the cast battle, long weeds, long nails, corn rope, pigtails Baby father still in jail, good witches I fuck with Bad bitches we run shit, four bitches, four corners, north, east, west, south shit Good witches I fuck with, hot door for my broomstick Witchcraft, witchcraft, like magic is nothing I wish my heart <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So we gotta give a, a, a brief introduction to Malaya. Malaya, tell the people your name and the handle because they're gonna be. I believe this episode again. I, be, I think this is about all the episodes. We're gonna As get what should. is it called? This is gonna putzler. be a great ass show. This is gonna be a good ass show. <laughs> it's gonna be a putzler surprise. I thought it was Pulitzer. I don't know. Pretzel <laughs> ass surprise. Some kind of golden ass motherfucker. One of them award shows you white folks care what about. Y'all, one of them things that comes with a, a, a gold stamp on the packaging. <laughs> You're gonna have some kind of Coretta Scott King yes. stamp. I feel this the way. Oprah Book Club head yeah. ass. That's what we talking. <laughs> Shit. With honorable mention to this episode. <laughs> I'm gonna big up all our episodes. Like y'all, this podcast you are Nobel Peace Prize winning. Look, y'all, <laughs> when this shit blow up for real. <laughs> Just remember, this is the shit that we blew up on now. Just remember, the sky's the limit. Be your best self at all times. Look alive. (laughs) Donald Trump is out here running the country. I can't even watch The Apprentice anymore. And I watched the fuck out of The Apprentice at Girl, one point. Who, who got kicked You're out right. this week? <laughs> White House Apprentice. Was it Milo? Milo. Milo ain't even in the White House, but he an affiliate. We did not introduce. We were trying to <laughs> introduce Malaya. Y'all are hype as fuck. Everybody so, calm down. Okay. All right. Because <laughs> the bitch got her phone out. She I was ready. like, pause. I forgot. <laughs> Hey, Malay. What's up? Tell us your name and your Twitter <laughs> handle, please. Yes, my name is Malaya, and my Twitter handle is at him underscore Malaya. M-A-L-A-Y-A. Malaya. So yes. she's joining us today. Malaya, wait till we really get into it. Malaya's like literally, one, she's from Ohio. Shout out to one six and this bitch. Six What's one following this hoe. Okay. <laughs> you dig? Oh, uh, Mississippi friends. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> y'all, y'all had asses me to come visit me so y'all can bless this mic. I'm tired of Amber and all these Ohio ass niggas hey, keep taking over. Shout out to look, Mississippi. Thank you. Thank you. I need that. My love. grandma from Mississippi. Hey, <laughs> your grandma probably from there too. You know? <laughs> you dig? We cousins. <laughs> Like you East Coast motherfuckers. <laughs> How are you Ohio niggas find yourself in these? On days? this damn mic. I don't understand. They watched it up. <laughs> the gag is. The gag is. Y'all got an underground railroad straight over to yes. DC. It's just black women following each other here. It's it looks like, like you're surviving over there. Can I come? I have 
hey. survival for us. <laughs> I, I smell a future and a life. Can I come to DC too? Shit. The great migration the from Ohio <laughs> to DC. I keep on thinking about like a trail south. on a I'm map. It is. It's a black me, woman. It started with Jessica Bird, okay? <laughs> I think all roads lead back to Jessica motherfucking Bird. I love it. Shout out. Great. Anywho, Malaya's on the mic today. I'm so excited. This is going to be great. She's uh, from Ohio and we adore her, and you're about to find out why. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't we haven't wait. steered you wrong yet. All our friends have been pretty dope. So, <laughs> we of course, Malaya will be no different. You Amen. Know? I'm from Cleveland, so, you know. <laughs> Come on, turn up. <laughs> Didn't they Come just up. win the championship? We did. Yeah. Some. We win some. <laughs> LeBron James. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We got to get into this bullshit real quick. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so, you know. We got to start with the whites. Yeah. All of the whites, all of the whites. Yeah, white people have no self control. They don't. White people have no self control. Yeah! Y'all, that is a new intro. Indeed. I got to see that in person, y'all. That's the first time that's happened. Yo, that's. So, Jasmine. (laughs) Yes, Amber. Um, And this week's episode of White People Have No Self Control, what do we have first? Okay, well, you know, your president, white people's president, nine, or Donald Trump, nine, and black to a mixtape, and racist co have drafted an order that will reverse the directives to put in place last year by Obama administration to allow transgender students to use the bathrooms of their choice. So trans students had coverage to go to the bathroom because they are human beings who need to use bathrooms in public. Yeah, they were given permission to go to the bathroom. As if they needed it, which that's fucked up. That's really fucked up. (laughs) So I will say that this headline became cold though about... A couple of hours ago, while I was in the lift, they, because <laughs> you know, fuck Uber. AP had reported that uh, Nan's administration had just lifted the transgender bathroom protections. And the old headline was basically about how Betty Davos, the Secretary of Education, tried to resist this executive order, signing off on it, um, which caused a lot of tension between her and Jeff Sessions, the Attorney General. But while she initially resisted, I think she ended up signing or succumbing to pressures. So nobody's saying no to the administration. Nobody's saying no to the administration. Even at the risk of isolating our children even more. Yes. The same time we talked about Afro-Latino people are real, transgender people are real. Yes. And they are allowed to be in public. They are people. And we're literally talking about denying people the right to relieve themselves in a public place. Yep. That's absurd. And on top of that, we're talking about children. We're talking about children. Disgusting. And, (laughs) like, so I totally hold and realize that for a lot of folks, uh, trans issues are very new to the mainstream populace. Mm -hmm. And um, while usually we're talking about, um, you know, the murders of transgender women, specifically transgender black women, you know, the Say Your Name uh, campaign, this is kind of related to that kind of violence. While mm-hmm. it isn't as um, extreme as the loss of someone's life 
by extreme violence. Mm -hmm. It is a type of violence to deny someone their humanity, their their right to to peep, just like you said, uh, in a public space. Because it has the potential to lead to that. Yeah. If I don't see you as a human, as a child, then... I for damn sure I'm not going to see humanity in you as an adult. Mm -hmm. I see you as disposable. I see you as trash. Yep. I want you to be extinct. Exactly. I don't want you here anymore. And honestly, school is the space where we should be teaching tolerance, right? Absolutely. Um, Especially with all these people who are so... uh, I, I believe that a lot of the people in this party, the GOP, who claims, you know, these protections for whatever reason... I don't know what what their reason is. I really don't care. But to I bet a lot of those people are anti-bullying, right? And so how I mean, do you Malele Trump claim to be? Remember? She oh, said she showed it. She wants to deal with bullying in schools. Right. This is a bullying. This is a bullying issue. issue. So how do we perpetuate or systematically or institutionalize mm-hmm. that bullying in policy where we don't even allow? Children to use the bathrooms in which they know they need to go. Mm-hmm. Right? Awful. Yeah. And honestly, like, if you think about the bathroom, what y'all do in there, even when you were a kid, what'd you do? You just go in the stall, you go do what you got to do, wash your hands, come out. I mean, because they don't let you alone long enough to do anything right. else anyway. Right. <laughs> So I don't it's understand. Bizarre. I don't understand the obsession with it. What's the obsession? And when this administration literally is not invested in people. No. no. They've only rolled back protections of people. Mm-hmm. And it's clear that they're not doing this job because they love us. Mm-hmm. And why are you why would you be in a position that could literally change people's lives? If you don't give a fuck, right. Maxine Waters told us to follow the money. I feel like a lot of people don't understand. Not a lot of people don't understand. There's some. There's pushback sometimes of people being like, why are you talking about this specific issue? Why not deeply talk about black issues or what have you? And I just want to continue to break down that myth mm-hmm. as if black people are not trans people. Right, right. So we love all black people. Mm-hmm. If that is what we are claiming, then we this is absolutely our issue. Right. Mm-hmm. Because black people will suffer from policies like this. Mm-hmm. And continue to suffer in the future. If we don't normalize trans people from a very young age, like this is the mm-hmm. time we talk to children about, well, people express themselves in numerous ways. Mm-hmm. Even though people in science, even though people in our media are trying to tell us that there are only two gender- genders, that's not actually true. Because Because you want to teach your kid how to be fucking tolerant out here. The thing about tolerance, like, people just kind of think of tolerance as somebody just like, I'm just going to let you do you, but I think you're going to go to hell. That's not tolerance. (laughs) That's still violence. That's not tolerance to throw people away. It's literally, we have to teach children how to be like, hey, this is a person, and no matter what. They deserve to be treated with dignity. They deserve resources. They deserve, you know, housing. They deserve any and everything that anybody else deserves because we have human rights as people. <sighs> so if if we don't start teaching children that, then all they do is grow up and continue to perpetuate violence that ends up someone dead in the street. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have so many black people dying at the hands of police, for instance, because white people are not taught that black people are human beings. It's why Darren Wilson 
can describe Mike Brown in his report as the Hulk Hogan while he felt like a five-year-old. I mean, this country was literally created out of an idea Mm -hmm. that melanated people were portions of human. Mm -hmm. Anything that branches out of that, no matter what a reform amendment is, it still views melanated black people as portions of human. That is how this system sees us. And it's institutionalized in every, every system, every... Every facet of our of our society, of our government, of our country. So that means, folks, call your people in the meantime. Tell them do not <sighs> to let this. I heard people are turning up. People are turning up at their recesses. That's a. It seems like a tactic that's kind of working. Great facts. Call your senator. I heard they've been. They keep disconnecting their phones. So. Um, y'all, Jubilee, please tweet the link to the online fax service um, that was sent faxes <laughs> through the internet. We need that love so people can go ahead and fax their senators to not vote for this terrible ass push from your president. Moving right along. Yes, the next thing that Nine has done. Oh, he got like 500 positions that need appointments <laughs> or confirmation. Nine isn't doing his job. He right? only has appointed 34 total um, <laughs> with 14 upcoming confirmations and 20 confirmed. It doesn't matter. Like We're not using the government for these things. Exactly. So people are really trying to frame this as not being some type of dummy. No. No. This is doing exactly what it wants to do. Yeah, it, most of these positions, the majority of them are in the State Department. Um, he hasn't uh, appointed anyone for the Assistant uh, Civil Rights Chair or Secretary or whatever position. He hasn't appointed anyone in the Department of Ag, um, so like the food safety people. Yeah. The less government you have, people, the less checks and balances or less, you know. Yeah. Less people's mouths you got to hear at the all-staff yeah. meeting. You know? Exactly. <laughs> Those positions are getting cut. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. Why waste my time? Yeah. The GOP has I been screaming. I those ever. Yeah, the GOP has been screaming for how long they wanted a smaller government. Yeah. Y'all thought that they was playing. This is just the opportune golden era time to make that a reality. Come yeah. on. Nobody's even watching that. So when yeah. people are in my mentions asking me how do I feel about uh, nine visiting the Black Sonian, the first thought I have is honestly, oh, he just scouting out the place so when it become a resort. Cause I mean that glass and brass would look real it's nice. It's really pretty when it gets privatized. Jasmine, yeah. I've been in the upstairs part where the Ooh. offices are. Girl, it's nice. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it makes yeah. a nice photo op now, but that's honestly the way your president is spending money over the last month, $10 million to get mm. these getaways and all. He's about yeah. to bankrupt the fuck out of us. Yeah. And so we already told y'all weeks ago, they've already created laws in which they can uh, set price tags on all these public buildings, public property, mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of time before we are in a crisis mm-hmm. and private companies have to bail us out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like we, you know, we bailed out Wall Street. <laughs> Imagine when Wall Street has to bail out America. Yeah. 
That's absurd to think about. Sorry, didn't mean to go there. Next. <laughs> I mean, so there's a um, a leak for like a leak of Donald Trump's budget proposal mm-hmm. that basically cuts all of those things. So yes, mm-hmm. like I'm not filling those ever. I plan on cutting those departments. Civil rights, something that enforces anti-discrimination literally of every single human being in this country. <laughs> you so, don't want niggas to get discriminated against, do you? I mean... That was simple. I thought we handled that during that whole like integration period of history. I thought we were all on board with that part. We were all on board. Yeah, that's that We what, all need civil rights. That's what they the told niggas. me. They told me LBJ was just doing God's work. So without a civil rights department, you know, we have like in, in St. Louis, it's been reported within the last nine hours or so. St. Louis police serving search warrant come under fire, fatally shoot mm-hmm. man. Um, apparently they were using a battering ram. I don't know what's up with that. Um, to serve someone a warrant, um, a search warrant. Um, so according to the police, because, you know, he couldn't tell the report. He's dead. The black man. Um, the shooting happened around 8.40 p.m. Tuesday on the 4,000 block of California Avenue. Police on Wednesday evening identified the man killed as Don Clark, 63. He was 63, y'all. His name was Don Clark. Police say his address is also 4,000 block of California Avenue. The uh, They didn't specify that he was a resident of the house that they were, that they raided. So they don't even know if he was the resident. Anyway, Dotson said that when officers knocked on the door of a home, announced themselves, and got no response, they used a battering ram on the door. That was met with a shot from inside. Yeah, you just busted into a nigga's house. Dotson said the officers then threw a diversionary device called a flashbang through the door. What the fuck is all this equipment? And another shot was fired from inside. This sounds like a war zone. This is one of the tactical officers returned a tactical officer, y'all, to serve literally a search warrant. Mm. One of the tactical officers returned fire, Dotson said. The officer's gunfire hit Clark, who was inside. He was taken to a hospital and pronounced dead. No one else was in the house at the time of the shooting, Dotson said. A search warrant? Dotson said Clark had been named in relation to the search warrant. Police were executing search warrants at three homes in the 4,000 block of California Avenue after a six-month investigation into drugs and guns, police say. Police say they recovered drugs, two firearms, and ammunition in their searches. Fuck them. The man they shot was inside the third house. Neighbors said Clark was well-known on the block and lived alone. Some of them expressed surprise that he had been the target of search warrant for drugs. Lakeisha Tate said that he had lived on the block for about 17 years. Quote, he didn't bother anybody. She said Clark spent much of his days working on cars and in the evenings could often be seen on his porch having a beer. Melissa Ford said he had known him, that she had known him for about four years and he had done work on her car. Quote, everyone called him Pop, Ford said. She also said that this man's son lived next door to him. And the Civil Rights Division of the Department of Justice investigates police. So we're cutting the institution that investigates police. 
but increasing more police in the black community. Because Donald Trump has not appointed somebody to run that part of the the United States government while also stating that places like Chicago have a major problem. And I believe all of our calls for police reform have been around addressing the racism and relationships in our communities because the forces are corrupt. Hmm. Sounds like y'all are trying to kill us. As usual. Sounds like y'all are trying to kill us. A person that's willing Mm. to do that if if y'all if y'all ain't with us on that transgender stuff we 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 just got through saying understand that y'all are siding with a person like that exactly so if y'all want to exactly. be on the same page as a person <laughs> that's going to bring the feds into your communities the police into your communities institutionalize mm-hmm. continue to institutionalize and criminalize your children then understand that you are on the wrong side of this but please be clear, if you don't see it for transgender people, understand that's who you side with. The likes of Donald Trump. Be very clear. That's who you are with. Mm-hmm. No different. And you may as well be the no teeth motherfuckers that voted for him. That's really upsetting. Anyway, y'all remember I said the people who voted for Donald you Trump think? ain't had no teeth. <laughs> Just and me and Amber it. got coughs and stuff because our health insurance so damn sorry that we can't get nobody <laughs> antibiotic because these two foolish motherfuckers keep voting against the interests of they dentures. So, of course, me and my nigga can't get no antibiotic. <laughs> no, Obamacare. So, so, to continue with this theme that if you do not support all black people... You are actually a, a you ain't got tool, no teeth. A tool <laughs> of white supremacy. You're gummy. <laughs> We're gonna go into how black men yet again mm. have been fucking up this week. Oh. We put you in the same category with some of these most hateful white folks mm. because what you are doing is literally enacting their oppression for them. Being tools of white supremacy. Being tools of white supremacy. In it's other not words, black feminism, it's actually you all. In mm. other words, y'all about this close from having a segment called Black Men Have No Self-Control. Like, y'all don't want that to happen, do you? <laughs> now, y'all inching mighty damn close, goddamn. <laughs> I'm using every bit of restraint I got. I suggest y'all do the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, Amber, what you just said, it is not feminist, it's not homosexuality. You niggas. It's y'all. It's the 13% of y'all it is who the voted 13% for percenters. Donald Trump. 13%. <laughs> it is the 13%. The 5%ers are now the 13 Yes. <laughs> listen, listen. Black Joy Mixtape Universe. <laughs> The 13 percenters are the ones ruining the black community. <laughs> ruining so, the black family. So, my nigga. Say word. Okay. <laughs> For example, if you are a toxic environment of a person. Well. By being abusive um, mentally, physically, well, verbally. Emotional terrorists. Emotional terrorists who your quote-unquote loved ones, Mm. you are part of the reason Mm. the black family is falling apart. You are creating toxic, unsafe environments for people to live in. 
that is why people are getting the fuck up out of your space. Yep. And calling you out. Yeah. On your shit. And who cares if it's years later? Karuchi, good job for you. <laughs> good Round job for applause. you, Karuchi, for speaking your fucking truth, girl. I believe you. I believe you. I absolutely All right, believe so you. we're just going to jump right in. As you all know, Briss Brown, <laughs> um, I told y'all he ain't, the C in his name is non-existent because, I mean, again, he decided to be a blood. He looks ridiculous. And he hates C's. <laughs> he needs a meal, y'all. He looks hungry. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's that crack. <laughs> that crack cocaine, nigga. Allegedly, because we don't want to be sued. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> so, as y'all know, <laughs> where's Cat Stacks when you need her? <laughs> Damn, they deported my nigga. <laughs> she back though. Oh shit, true, true. She back. She got bad tattoos on her face. Oh, now. No. She need a meal too. Yes. <laughs> All right, so as y'all know, Karuchi Tran has filed a restraining order against Chris Briss Brown over alleged threats <laughs> of violence. So Briss. In the statement, in a sworn statement to a judge in court in Los Angeles, Tran alleges that Brown, quote, told a few people that he was going to kill me. In addition to to these allegations, Tran also says that Brown was physically abusive with her. Does this not sound familiar, motherfuckers? (laughs) Why are you all shocked? She said... (laughs) Chris told the friends if he can't have and then no one else can. He told y'all that on Instagram like a few weeks ago. Mm. Literally, um, it's a joke on World Star now. It's not just a joke. He literally put that on his Instagram. He was like, if nobody, if, if I can't have you, nobody can have you. And I literally saw women giving heart eye emojis wow. to the bullshit. Yeah. So um, he told his friends that threatening he was going to, quote, take me out and, quote, threaten to shoot me. Mm-hmm. Karuchi also said several years ago, Chris, quote, punched me in my stomach twice and, quote, pushed me down the stairs. Damn. Yeah. Why do y'all keep featuring Chris Brown on your song? Like, are y'all in some Usher? Is this okay with you? Do y'all know about this? August Alcina. Kanye? What you feel about it? What's up? Tra- tra- well, we already know three three songs as he, the way he I doing just, damn, uh, <laughs> doing I, Kiki Palmer. Of course he supports it. My thing is, why <laughs> don't, why don't black men have any morals along this stuff? Because we don't love black women for real. It's the same reason why R. Kelly can have a career after having a sex like a sex tape and peeing on a teenager, a teenage black girl. Like we still two stepping in that shit. We still two stepping because we don't love black women at all. Not for real, for real. Not in a way that we're willing to like find somebody else to sing the hook. Y'all won't find someone else to sing a hook. Y'all won't miss. A Kanye West shoe drop release, just to make a point. Just to make a point. That it's not okay how Kanye West performs in front of, on black women, for white people. 
in like favor just no of accountability. President God. I always wonder about that because like we literally throw like the Monica Lewinsky's, the Anita Hills, like people who are accused of being a part of sex scandals or doing something indecent, someone we don't like if it's a woman, we will literally bench they ass for the rest of their yeah, life. Yeah, you're done. You're literally finished. That that's even if you're the victim though. Like in even, all these especially cases, if you're the victim. All these cases, these women were bold enough to say, I was a victim yeah. of harassment. And abuse because these people were powerful. And because they quote unquote couldn't prove it in court, they become just figments or 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 things that people do not want to be associated with. Yeah. And it's literally other women that keep them like yeah. afloat. Like we literally have to create these communities or these pathways mm-hmm. so these people do not disappear under the weight of people's inherent sexism yeah and like and what i mean by inherent it means like every time you hear a woman allege something automatically people dis- dismiss it yeah, or as right. soon as a man says i don't do i didn't do that it becomes the gospel truth it's literally kiki palmer mm. saying i did not want to be filmed but trey song saying no nah, that didn't happen and like people literally who weren't there Hmm. The gag is you were not there, girl. So oh, the what? video ain't on up, up on YouTube. I gotta believe Kiki. Right. The record label <laughs> don't see fit for it to be up. And y'all might be like wondering how like we can jump all over the place. But again, these are different forms of violence. Right. Mm-hmm. And it literally just is a step. It's like denying people the right yeah. to use the bathroom in yeah. fucking public, bitch. And it's normalized. Because y'all believe in violence against film people. So let's be period, clear. Period. The reason that people are talking about bathrooms is unsafe is because masculine, masculine identified folks and men are violent. Fragile. To feminine people. Yes. Whether you're a woman, whether Fast. you're trans, whether you're you're cis, genderqueer, feminine people are not safe or protected in this society. Mm-hmm. And it's not our fault. Actually, the aggressors are, our predators are at fault. And that that is a great segue to what y'all been waiting for, Hurt Bay. Hurt Bay. Uh, Y'all need this Black Joy mixtape take on Hurt Bay because everyone is failing right now. Everyone. Your analysis analysis is so piss poor and paper thin (laughs) as if you hoes don't know. Why? You know why Hurt Bay is viral? Because y'all saw that shit and like, damn, I wonder what this is going to look like. This nigga did this shit to me too. Mm. Uh. That's why I clicked on it. I'm looking a lot like homegirl right now. Hmm. I'm just saying, I dropped two to three tears myself because I was like, my God, is that me? For a minute. She said, because you're my best friend and a bitch broke. (laughs) Like, I got, I deflect, I felt like somebody stuck a pin in my ass and I. But something along the way told told us not to show that woman solidarity. Mm. Something along the way of that video literally forcing us to click on it, forcing us to watch it, 
somewhere along the way, we still let that shit out of our mouth as, girl, why would you ever do that? As if you don't know that sometimes a relationship like that, sometimes you just find yourself there. Yeah. It's not that you signing up, oh, let me find a nigga who will literally be cheating on me and then tell me to walk out the room. What else was he supposed to say? Why Have a seat. Let's leave? talk a bit about it. <laughs> Wait a minute, y'all. Let, let's That's describe. Let, let's just pause it. So <laughs> as y'all may or may not know, because I know some of y'all only listen to podcasts because, you know, y'all are great. Um, <laughs> The folks who who ain't you know on the on the timeline every day. So a video was released between two exes discussing where their relationship went awry. Courtney and Leonard used to date each other. They've since broken up after Leonard was caught cheating on Courtney. The video was released by the scene, has been retweeted like a bunch of damn times, and spawned the hashtag Hurt Bay. So if you Google Hurt Bay, I promise y'all immediately the video is going to show up. Yeah. Um, because if you haven't seen it at this point, you've seen parodies of it. Like y'all are turning out content and memes. <laughs> so yeah, it's a very gut wrenching um, scene between this former couple, clearly young lovers. And unfortunately, <laughs> people have taken this and instead of holding Leonard accountable, what kind of his, that, this his name is sorry ass. Ass Leonard. Sorry as Leonard with this um, fuck ass edge up. <laughs> Everybody's been like, oh, Leonard, well, Courtney should have left. Well, honestly, people aren't even calling her a name. They're mm-hmm. using the hashtag her, her bay. Um, but her name is Courtney. Ugh. Courtney. Yeah. Courtney. All right. So Courtney, <laughs> formerly Hurt Bay on the Black Joe and Mixtape. <laughs> Say her name, goddammit. Courtney was bold enough to be like, they, they put a call out. So USA Today released a article about FTW explains what is the quote unquote Hurt Bay video that went viral on Twitter. And the article is great. They describe how it happened, was it staged, et cetera. And the truth is, apparently, it wasn't staged, according to the people who filmed it. But they put out a call, and pretty much, Courtney answered. She was like, I think um, my ex-nigga, sorry-ass Leonard, would be down to do it. And it turns out he was down to do it. They went through pre-interviews and uh, separately to make sure that their stories matched up, and they totally did. And apparently they shot for six hours, and we uh, no, they shot for, for an hour and a half. half. No, yes. man, I would never sit through no. that shit for no six fucking hours. They shot for an hour and a half, but it produced a six minute just ugh, video. This is yeah. so hard. Yeah, it, <laughs> it is hard. It hurt. <laughs> I'm glad we're starting to examine this more, yeah. these interpersonal relationships and like starting to have real ass conversations around it because even, I mean, just getting through fucking Valentine's Day was like a lot. Mm-hmm. So like to have, which that that's when they should have released that shit. You know, they probably tried. You know, it'd be like Black Joy Mixtape. We we supposed to release the shit like by 6 a.m. Sometimes that mug just don't come out to 2. That's true. <laughs> but it's I'm glad that we're having these more transparent conversations. Because I feel like... I feel like this is what Oprah used to do. Like, she would take you through these, like... Really, now we only have like a Ayana doing this yeah, shit. Yeah, the it's medium just, just trash. Yeah, and the medium. And Dr. Phil. <laughs> yeah, the medium just changed. And we need it. What's most 
interesting is how relatable this story is, but how yeah. people are trying to create so much dissonance or keep so much distance from it. Especially women, like yeah. And so Rashida yeah. Ali on Essence Live this yes. week. <laughs> Shout out to Essence Live, y'all. Shout out. They come on every Tuesday at three p.m. We yes. be live till you. You know, because yes. we take a break <laughs> around that time. It's a good mid afternoon break. Um, so I'm watching it. I'm like Rashida, girl, you on Love and Hip Hop New York. You've been on seasons with Peter Guns. Tara and Amina Butterfly. Mendeecees is in whole ass prison causing just friction. Oh, Tyson smoking. <laughs> just so many hurt women who have been cheated. We we talking three women, uh, all accounting just their, his mm, infidelity, pain. but are so angry at one another that they can't even hear the common denominator. Or when doggone Kim Bella <laughs> is the one to say, "Hey, this nigga, sorry." They all looking at uh-huh. her with the side eye like <laughs> what you saying you're not loyal you know <laughs> you're not loyal I'm gonna tell <laughs> no bitch I'm free I'm free let that nigga go he like I'm with my cheating ass nigga Joel Santana like we all been cheating on like we ain't gonna start just saying this shit <laughs> out loud in public as if it's like we're protecting Kim them Bella, the whole season Human was like these niggas too. I am insecure. I don't give a fuck. I need that calendar. Kim Bella just begging for Joel's calendar. She was like, he kept cheating on me. I need to know where he's gonna be. Like Kim Bella <laughs> ain't give a fuck. <laughs> and not saying that's healthy, but I'm just like, at some point. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta be honest and if y'all like trying to cover what you thought your grandparents had let me tell you something it's not real y'all that was smoking mirrors too yeah. <laughs> because by the time you met your granddaddy he was too flaccid to raise his fist Mm-hmm. that's the god honest truth because what I know for sure my great grandmother my paternal great grandmother signed had to leave her nigga in the 30s with her child Mm-hmm. That's what I know. So, her bae, y'all are familiar with that story. Her name is Courtney. 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 Yeah. Y'all are familiar with Courtney's story. <laughs> I'm like, what is the thing that stood out mm. to you all the most in the video? You know what? Honestly, I didn't watch the whole video. I couldn't watch it. Yeah. I was. It was a lot to internalize. I made it to the part where he was like, why didn't... I made it to the part when he said, why didn't you leave? And yeah. it made I, her responsible for all of his shit. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay, that's enough for me. I've seen enough. Well, why didn't you leave? Yeah. Like, why yeah. didn't you release her? Like, what is this story that brought, like, y'all got brought together because of closeness and living next door and what have you. But at what point did you not decide that, hmm, I don't mean this girl no good. No good. But I'm clearly making her suffer. At what point do I step up to emotional responsibility to the friendship that I know that we have to be like, you know what? I love you. And this relationship isn't good for me because I don't mean you any well. Because again, we don't teach them that type of emotional accountability. Or that type of emotion. Because he It was he interesting gets, that that um, wasn't even a conversation that they had on air because we yeah. don't have a, that kind of accountability to these niggas. And then not only that, he can't even express himself fully. So he sounds detached 
Because just like you said, Amber, there was a reason why he kept this woman floating around outside of because she kept coming around. Mm. Right? Because motherfuckers... Because I just seen y'all go... Like, y'all are good at ghosting people y'all don't like. Mm-hmm. Y'all really good at, like, not hanging out. Y'all good at not coming through when y'all ain't with it. <laughs> and it's beyond... And, like, it's it's deeper than, oh, she just let me be and let me sleep here. Right. Like, that's some bullshit. So, like, he literally is talking about, I lost count and all this other stuff. Nigga, just because you can't count past four don't mean you lost count. <laughs> I didn't want to. I'm yeah. like, you didn't lose count of shit. What I know also about black men, like, y'all go through the trouble of measuring your dicks. I know you're keeping track. Finding all as the objects a, in the house to put beside it to let you size your dick. Yeah. Listerine <laughs> bottles, Coke cans, goddamn, mason jars, remote. I'm not saying I know charger, Gatorade or. bottles. <laughs> Lysol candles. I'm about to say Lysol candles. Shit. Candlesticks. Don't ask me how I know. <laughs> Stop sending dry dick pics, by the way. Stop sending me. Here's my ashy dick next to a bottle of lotion. The fuck? Do not send me a dick. Don't do it. You nasty. That's not even sexy though. Why are we doing this? I mean, it's at least be creative with a video or some so shit, you, nigga. So you mean to tell me a nigga that's going through <laughs> all that trouble? I mean, there's Snapchat filters now. Oh like, my god, filter on that <laughs> shit, nigga. Put some flowers around in my then maybe we can talk. Put a flower crown on that dick. Hey, 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 hey. Some yellow butterflies around that motherfucker. Put a flower crown. Hey, put a flower crown on that dick. Hey, hey, hey. Put some coconut on that dick. Hey, hey, hey. Put some coconut on that dick. Hey, hey, hey. Put some coconut. Put some coconut. Hey, put some coconut on that dick. Hey, hey. Put a condom on that. on the dick now. <laughs> We're going to win all the awards. I knew this episode was going to be Feminist as fuck. Can I get a dick with some coconut oil, a flower crown, a condom, and, a condom and some consent. And consent Y'all going to love it. I, I will happily do a split right up Can it. someone send us a beat? <laughs> I got vocals for this. <laughs> Flower crown. Hey, hey, and y'all know I love a good ad lib in the oh. background. Just send us the beats. Just Burn. make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, back to these hurt bait, uh, Courtney. Girl. Girl, fuck that nigga. That's fuck what we that came to say. Courtney, 
another dick. And <laughs> keep it pushing. Do split on, on however many dicks you need, girl. Have it, just make sure you consent and make them eat your pussy. Make them oh. all your best friend if that's what makes you feel <laughs> My mom listens to this. We told Courtney, Courtney, you probably need hey, to go mom. back and listen to <laughs> Tasha Detella. Oh, to Tasha Detella. Yes, Courtney. You need to, like, just be clear, girl. Don't let no nigga come through without a request. If he ain't bringing you nothing, um, not free. No, never. No. Some cookies. What you like? Where's your meal plan? They are so demanding with their uncreative dicks. Come <laughs> look at you. Gonna ask you why didn't you leave, bitch? Wait, wait. Can I just go back to the fact that I believe we just made the black feminist version of Snapchat me that pussy. Hey, good job, ladies. <laughs> So the list. <laughs> we sell petty black feminist shirts with flower crowns on them. Buy that. Buy it. <laughs> the next shirt is. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> so all right, we gotta move on from sorry ass Leonard. We gotta talk about sorry ass future. Future. <laughs> Change your name to the fucking past, past bitch. <laughs> you are. You are out of date as fuck. Damn, you are late. stalking. Yeah, Sierra, sure. she's happy now. <laughs> you seen that post of her pregnant dancing around Man, the house? Dancing around the house, making cereal. And, it brought some nostalgia. Kissing the babies. Just and Russell's ass is in the house, ain't bitch. Said nothing. Just sat there. When last time y'all heard Russell Wilson voice? Gladly <laughs> just sat there. I will gladly date a nigga with elastic in his jeans. <laughs> If it means that he's gonna sit there with on some his, good cheekbones listen. and give me my goddamn children. On his dead man. And all Carol I had Phillips. to do was wait Shut a little fuck bit. Up. I came out the dressing room and that nigga said I heard a voice from God and told me to that tell you mine. that you was mine and I don't wanna fuck you. Great. Awesome. I'm tired. I'm tired. I need a vacation. Ugh. And you gonna give me a wedding after it? Great. Earth. Can I have another baby? Can too? I have the wedding at a castle? Fantastic. Awesome. <laughs> Next. So anyway, Fruitcher got bored <laughs> on Instagram the other day. Decided to post a picture of himself with a lengthy caption. Nah, he was in his feelings. He wasn't bored. Exactly. He saw the video. He was on Instagram. Pressed it. Explore tab. <laughs> It was having a sucker attack. It was similar to what happened to Jazz with Sullivan when she said she posted that picture of him. Yeah. Ended up doing that eulogy to that nigga. Oh, shit. Yeah, he was thirsty as fuck, but he was nice. But this is the opposite. Future was like, he writes, with all due respect, I'm asking you to be loving, patient, and kind enough to understand my creativity is to heal wounds. Shut the fuck not up. Not make new ones. However, the greater risk, the greater reward. Da, da, da. Nobody got time to read then all this. Then say no to doing a verse on stunting on my ex. Now, bear Pick with me. Pick another song, bitch. He continues. Now bear with me through my trials and tribulations, my wrongs and my rights. Ugh, Find so time funny. to forgive me for any hurt or heartbreak yeah. I may have caused loving selfishly. I'm not perfect. No man walking this earth is. I'm in a place in my life where I want to make my weaknesses my strengths to become a better person than I was yesterday. Good for <sighs> you. Good for you, Virtue. 
Just make Practice sure. Practice makes perfect, bitch. Prove it. Prove it. Basically. And, and leave me alone. Leave Sierra alone. Please. Just just let her be. She's happy now. She's happy. Russell got her this. You know, yeah. and that's the only person you actually owe an apology to. Seriously. So. Because you, you're making money off of disrespecting her marriage. Or maybe, may, disrespecting her marriage. Maybe you also need to apologize to your other baby mothers. You know, I don't uh, know and what And your that children. Like. Your you children. have other children. Yeah. Yep, future. Do better daddy. for your kids, bro. <clears throat> yep. You and Briss and like Metro Booming, go talk to Future. <laughs> Migos, go have a huddle with Future. Y'all bring him together. Briss, Usher, where are you? Your papers? Go have a conversation with fucking Briss so that Karuchi might live to see another goddamn day. Oh. Like everyone, talk to your brothers. Collect them. Collect them. Now. We're over you fuckers. Mm-hmm. We're on to black women, the gods. Yep. That is our new section on this show. We're working it out. Tell us how you like it. <laughs> this week, the foremother, the goddess, yes. Maxine, the waters. <laughs> Lay your burdens down at the waters. Is, <laughs> she's now taking a hold of daytime TV. Yes. To let you all know, she doesn't give a fuck what her peers say. <laughs> She is here to plant the seed that we should be working towards impeachment. The impe- mm. the I word slash yeah. impeachment, 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 <laughs> impeachment, impeachment. That's a direct quote from Representative Maxine. That Wong. was a direct quote. Followed by following, calling Russia the Kremlin clan. clan. Yes. <laughs> no, Trump and Trump and these niggas in Russia who are right off the coast. <laughs> chilling. Chilling. 30 miles away. Waiting for when they can acquire America. Chilling. They have done their final payments for the election boxes. Mm. And Maxine Waters ain't having a bullshit. She said, please take a look at, she said, follow the money. Who, who's a fan of the, of the wire? Here? <laughs> Does anyone remember this? What they talk about? Literally, I know this not because I, before I even watched all of the wire, my mother, Carol Phillips is a wire fanatic and thinks she just knows the <laughs> drug industry in and out because she didn't watch every episode of the yeah, wire she probably do my mom I can her. literally she's in her 50s and can just be like yeah the little dope boys and all these i'm niggas. just saying you called your mother uh carol clip phillips carol yeah. clip just phillips. saying any woman with a with a nickname like clip i i Man know she name. know maybe she she'll know. tell y'all the story on here one day but <laughs> maybe. i don't know but i kind of still want to I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't know the story. I don't need to. Clip is all I need to know that that's a, that's Absolutely. that's a bad woman right there. Right. So I will also add <laughs> Carol Cliff Phillips is a goddess. I love her mother so much. She's always misbehaving. So I love that Maxine Waters is basically on a speaking tour right now. She's on the real. She's on live yes. with Chris Matthews. I really think. I mean, shouldn't she have a Breakfast Club interview soon? Yes, we the man. I would love to see Maxine Waters. I would love to let me tell y'all, I would love to see Maxine Waters talk to Charlemagne the God about why she thinks the FBI has no credibility (laughs) and Donald Trump should be impeached. So anytime y'all see her on TV, just ring the alarm. She's not fucking around with y'all. Tag Charlemagne the God. Tell him, hey, we want Maxine Waters on the show. (laughs) 
Can Amber and Jazz come to watch? <laughs> Can we please? Come I want to live tweet the shit. <laughs> like when she was on MSNBC today, she like reading the fuck out of Donald Trump and then puts on her glasses to get her stats correct, <laughs> then removes the glasses. They try to cut her off. She's like, no, I'm not done. No. I'm about to lay out why this nigga ain't shit. And it's because of all these business interactions in the U.S. government. So yeah. shout out to Maxine Waters. We love you, girl. Totally. Um, moving right on, right on along. Um, the next topic is give a dollar to Peaches Monroe on GoFundMe for every time you've said on the fleek. fleek. Especially white people because y'all damn near about to ruin this. So Peaches Monroe has started a GoFundMe. She's literally trying to raise a goddamn stack. And mm. I'm... I'm here for it. I've said on Dang. Fleek a lot this uh, year. She's trying to raise 100 stacks, girl. She's trying to raise... A hundred stacks, y'all. That's a briefcase. She's at <laughs> a duffel bag. That's a Louis Vuitton uh, suitcase. The right. fifty pound. That's a luggage set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, scroll on up. It's a Mashable article. She deserves yeah. every coin. So you know what's funny about this article? When I saw it break, it was actually with on Black Girl with Long Hair. Uh-huh. So I'm finding it interesting how like everyone is kind of trying to look alive right now. Yeah. That, like Black women, y'all know this story. It's as old as time. Mm-hmm. Black women literally create something and people come in and snatch it from them and never give them any credit. Yeah. And here we have a person who literally shifted culture by creating the right eyebrows on fleek. If you haven't seen we the video, we in this bitch. We in this bitch. We about to get crunk. Eyebrows on fleet. The fuck. The fuck. Yes. Divine classic. The divine classic. From divine a young and black divine. Woman. Yeah, uh. divine on divine. Yeah. Hey. I just lo- love how little black girls just uh. black girls create culture seamlessly. Yes. She's so cute. So y'all can go to Mashable. You can go to Black Girl with Long Hair. Just look up the GoFundMe for Miss Peaches Monroe, M-O-N-R-O-E. And for all you people who are like, well, people shouldn't get paid just because they made up a word. No, bitch. Why not? Why not? And there is so much money being made. Off so of much. Fleek. Now, yeah. there are so many Vine stars. You know, we talk about Tokyo Vanity, Super, Super Scent. You know, all those folks pretty much spend off from Vine. Not everybody was so fortunate to have their moment in Vine and create ongoing content. But the point remains, these kids, these young people on Vine created so much culture in a short amount of time. So quickly. They got sucked up just by pop culture. I literally just heard white people say fleek while me and Malaya was watching TV last night. Yeah. Like in a commercial. Yeah. And it... It went so far to be featured on rap songs. Mm-hmm. Like Chance the Rapper has sampled Vine videos. Kanye West sampled Vine videos. Um, Big Fella, like all these right. folks who were using right. these platforms. But it seemed like, and it was so interesting to me too, the the issue with Vine when I would be on there. All the white kids who create content on there is just racist. Just really racist. When the black kids, you like literally have a little girl ballerina talking about do it for the vine. I ain't gonna do it. Do it for the vine. I ain't gonna do it. Like, it's so great. So I'm sad that vine is dying, especially in moments like this. And thinking about the work I do with um, black is 
how do you teach people how to use the internet, not just to get their message across and to build platforms, but to fund their community, to fund your work, to um, change your life and the life of people around you. It's one of those industries learning how to do social media. There are Vine stars who like are ex-offenders who are now able to use humor to take care of themselves. Yeah. These are all these ways or, of making businesses and commerce. We ain't got no old money, but we can make new money. We can make new people. We, we're talking about people who probably didn't complete their education. It's yeah. just one of those moments where people can use their 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 God-given ta- talents yeah. um, to just produce content. And I think what is also very poignant about Vine and all that other stuff is just to be clear that a lot of people are making a lot of money off these. Oh, absolutely. Just the platform itself. Yeah. Snapchat just got sold for a couple billion. Or I forgot how much it got. But if y'all follow me on the snaps, I am creating content for Snap. And billions of dollars were watching ads, all that stuff. So it's a lot of people making money. And a lot of these kids, these young people are still in the hood. This Mm -hmm. this woman is literally doing a GoFundMe so she can start her her hair business. Right. Because we can I don't care what she does with the money. It will take care of her. I really don't. She can be like, listen, I created on fleek. Give me a dollar. And what I know for sure is the bank ain't giving folks like that no loans to do no startup. Absolutely not. So yes, be on GoFundMe to collect every dime that you deserve for the culture that you have created. Hello. Thank you so much. Peaches Monroe. We say Thank your you name so as well. Much. I got you on payday, girl. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep it up a few We should days. totally donate in the name of Black Joy Mixtape. That would be great. That would be, yeah, would be awesome. Yes, I'm so excited. And also speaking about media and social media, again, going back to our special guest, Malaya, who is in the Black Joy headquarters right hey. now. Many of you have watched Beyonce's iconic Grammy performance where she embodied all that she is, a goddess, right? She's given us images of Venus um, in the half shell. Yeah, just like Mm. Black Madonna, Yimmya, Oshun, like it's everywhere. And one of the things that was so cool about Beyonce's um, Grammy performance is, or not her Grammy performance when she announced her pregnancy, If you go to her website now, even with the Grammy performance, you'll see words in relation to um, these images that she's creating around being like this deity down there. And when I saw it, because I visit Beyonce's website quite often just to be updated. I also follow Be Light. Um, They're my favorite Beyonce stand. That's right. Instagram. Um, You're an active member of the Beehive. I am active, and I'm fine with that. I, I don't, that. I don't care what anybody thinks about it. You're yeah. a worker. I, exactly. I'm a worker. I'm spreading the gospel. Yeah. I'm pollinating things. <laughs> I'm bringing back things to the honeycomb. Yes. Like I'm invested, and I am a supporter of the Beehive. I yes. feel like the Beehive does not have enough supporters. Thank you. Um, That's definitely a role. Keep yeah. the bees alive. Keep nigga. the bees. You know, advocate yeah. for the bees. Advocate for the bees because. All also, like the beehive has a whole theory and practice that I have come up with. <laughs> I've already said that I believe that be the the beehive inspires me because it lets y'all let me know that y'all are capable Amen. of protecting a black woman. Now she can be no, and because of the beehive, people are very resistant 
to Beyonce, right? Mm-hmm. Or like always want to discredit her. White women are still writing these essays because they so mad that people are happy. No one gives a fuck with y'all. <laughs> y'all don't raise y'all just started raising your own kids. And this week, do you know they have Keurigs <laughs> for formula, bitch? You can't say that. What says who? <laughs> it is an obvious fact. Like, it's an obvious fact. Literally, I can absolutely say that as someone who is living with the stereotype of being a fucking mammy. Y'all, honestly, yeah. y'all only started going to work in the last 50 years. Hello. This is a new phenomenon for yeah. you all. Talk, and then you made all these goddamn movies asking, can you have it all? No, you can't. <laughs> Welcome. Because y'all need some self-control. Shit. Anywho, <laughs> for some of us, Beyonce introduced us to this new realm of spirituality that is now taking up room in pop culture. Thank God. Thank because God. it seems like... I'm so excited that Malaya is here. Yeah. But also visit Beyonce's website. You'll see a lot of these references that we're going to talk about on this show. Um, but I'm so glad Malay is here because even during this here Black History Month, I'm just realizing that we don't go far back enough. Mm-hmm. The fact that we don't talk about Orishas or um, ancient history around like our spirituality practices, like <laughs> like we're learning this history, but we're also not learning enough about our history that actually propels us into our future. Uh, full transparency, Malaya is my roommate. Yay! And, and we were Pretty talking. Love. Yeah, we were talking about we were in the, engaged in this conversation. And pretty much we got into a deeper conversation around African culture. And I just told her, like, you know, as a student of African American studies, that's why we talk about Africa um, as a continent and a lot of the villages in some ways that is kind of a summary. And like, really, we just dive into middle passage. Middle passage on down is like where I'm well versed. Yeah. But I was telling her my, my independent study or what I really would like to do is dive deeper into African culture practices uh, religious practices, etc., and it just came right on time right. that Malaya moved in, and she is this wonderful bruja. It was in the stars by the name of Starshine Lion Hair. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and she's just so phenomenal and just so great to really think about God um, in uh, really wonderful and whole ways mm. that really um, in ways that that help me stand more into my humanity and make yeah. it more okay for me to be a black woman so I'm really thankful for you Malaya aka Starshine Lion <laughs> Hair this is a great opportunity to speak to someone who practices um, these ancient religions um, I feel like I'm nervous <laughs> to say witchcraft but maybe I shouldn't be nervous to say it yeah. Well, well how would you describe what you do? Okay, yeah. So I would describe, so the term witch, the word witch comes from the ancient Celtic language. A large argument around what Beyonce is presenting is like, it's witchcraft, it's demonic, but it's yours. And so let me tell you what actually witchcraft is. While you're saying it in a derogatory way, let's talk about what witchcraft is. So witch means wise woman. That is what witch translates to in ancient Celtic language is Wicca, wise woman. So witchcraft is the craft of wise women, is the practice of wise women. Women who know how to work with the phases of the moon and the earth and the natural forces of 
of nature and the stars to make things happen, to manifest things in her life, to grow her garden, know when to pull her teeth and pull her children's teeth, to cut hair. Sounds like mothering to me. Exactly. <laughs> it, is the, it is literally things that we do that we don't call witchcraft or hoodoo because they are in us. They are our metaphysical nature as, as black femme folks, as black women, is to be witches, is to be the, the wise women of our community, is to hold mm. on to these ancient practices on how to sustain ourselves, sustain our community based off of the earth. You know, we are earthlings. We are of the earth. There is no pie in the sky that we have to wait for. Our <laughs> pie is here. You know what I mean? This is our home. We don't have to go through long suffering on earth and wait for joy and happiness and riches in heaven. That's not what we came here for. Mm. We came here to get that heaven on earth. That is why we are here. And the wise women know the ancient practices that we've held on all the way back to the first human who was a black woman mm. who squatted and gave birth to everything that is in existence. Mm. We have the power to tap into her. And that's backed by science. That's right? backed by science. Yeah, the archaeologists <laughs> dug her up. The archaeologists totally dug her up. Yeah, so yep. the name Lucy, right? Yes, her name is Lucy. Mm-hmm. All praise and honor to Mama Lucy, who gave birth to all you niggas, even the 13 percenters. Mm. <laughs> one time, hey, one time. That's yes. great. <laughs> I love that. So one of the things I think about and how I have... So we have all these jokes about me not being comfortable around. <laughs> around, like, learning how to use sage and, like... Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. There's a whole story around sage <laughs> that involves Gloria Malone. Maybe y'all get so, to hear it one day. So I'm, like, your quintessential, like... Like, if you question God, your ass is going to hell, yeah. upbringing type of bitch. So, right? I think the best way to describe Amber is <laughs> Amber is the nigga who is unafraid or unashamed to admit, hey, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I need to know why the fuck you, you lighting this branch, bitch. <laughs> Meanwhile, me, I'm the motherfucker that's just gonna watch you light the, the, the branch and just be like, oh, okay, so. What you all right? I observe that you you getting the so you getting the energy out of this state. <laughs> like I'm taking mental notes. Like, like taking hold it. my breath to not take <laughs> the smoking because I'm like I did not commit to God. <laughs> like will is. I be even when we had to do shit around like putting stuff on the altar? I was like, wait a second yeah. now. <laughs> what exactly does this mean? Yeah. And I'm just like, hey, I'm open. People is here. <laughs> You know, people is teaching me something that I don't know about. This sheet, Jesus. And like the thing is, but the 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 lesson here is, and all of it, shit. Look at this, we dope, dope. <laughs> yeah. And like the thing is, like it's it's about me and more than tolerance. Like I hate the yes. word tolerance because it's been so sully. Yeah. But the reality is what religious freedom actually looks like. Mm-hmm. Not what the bastardized version of what the GOP is talking about. Because yeah. they're only talking about Jesus and, and oppression and stuff. It's about us being able to talk about all the things that yeah. we practice and celebrate. Amen. And hold space for it. A- absolutely. 
and witchcraft. I don't I don't look at witchcraft as my spirituality. Mm-hmm. I look at it as my magical practice. Awesome. And I look at Ifa, which is where the Orisha come in, as like my spiritual practice. And it's all based in earth, like earth centered indigenous folk practice, you know, like the burning of the sage that comes from our indigenous ancestors who um, who work with smoke. That's not something that you will find necessarily in Africa. We didn't really use like this, the practice of smudging in Africa, but as black people who are in America, the, you know, indigenous folks of this land are also, you know, our ancestors as well. So, yeah. We are indigenous, or a lot of us are have indigenous roots here, especially if we talk about the Midwest. Because in the South, you know, a lot of black folks were enslaved by mm-hmm. tribes in the South, as well as other um, slave former slaves um, sought refuge by a lot of tribes. Which is why those um, those practices enter. Yeah, so weave in together. Yeah, you see it in New Orleans and totally. all of that other stuff, totally. and even in religious practices. Yes, yeah. listening to like hearing you all um, spending time with activists who are native. What I have found is a lot of these practices are woven into Christianity mm-hmm. too, like literally how our like um, my grandmother shaped our heads as babies. Yeah. Like that's not in nobody's Bible, right? Exactly. Or like. Um, dreams and storytelling how all these things are there which is why I love that we're starting with demystifying what this word witch means right Right. which puts a lot of us in our chest then we actually connect it to the fact that it's something that a lot of us are still doing you are intentionally diving into that power right where we talk about making intentions and Mm -hmm. thinking positively about our day and what positive uh, manifest manifest even the great I am everything that follows the word I am is programmed to find me that's that's the bible right Mm -hmm. what does it mean to dive in that for yourself right Mm -hmm. not just in worship of something that you've never seen before you're not Mm -hmm. really clear why this uh sky daddy was mean to people (laughs) and then had this baby that was born without a father like all these without stories like Mm -hmm. all these stories all these stories that aren't being placed into reality yeah in cuba that we have lukumi which is the cuban version of ifa which um you will find the the religion of the orisha and out of puerto rico is santaria which is another um american version of ifa and the things that things that our ancestors did in these places was disguised Orisha as saints, you know, and they took their entire indigenous practice and disguised it under Catholicism. And in order to <laughs> continue to continue to practice our shit. So the fact that we do all these Why things... Why did they have to do that? Because we were being killed mm. for continuing to say the name of Oshun. Mm. And so we would say Santa Maria instead. We were being slaughtered for continuing to say the name of Yemaya, for continuing to say the name of our ancestors, those whose blood run through our body. Mm-hmm. We were being slaughtered. And our children remember that pain in their body. They remember seeing that. Dang. So even in the context of America, for instance, one of the first laws, they you could be freed if you converted to Christianity. Mm-hmm. 
So that would make sense where you're these black folks who are free or yeah. who have found out, oh, snap, in Virginia, I can be free if I just say, you know, Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Yep. Let me go ahead and put I this can practice. Be free and <coughs> I can save my children from potentially being killed. Yeah. And, you know, and done hmm. all types of things. Western. This sounds familiar. So yeah. then I'm going to hide my practices as a part of the tradition, hey. as a part of black. Christianity as a part of, you know, like, this is how we practice Christianity as black Americans. But mm-hmm. it all comes from our traditional ways as African people, mm-hmm. as people, as black people globally, like, as indigenous people across this world. There are, pra- there are things that are just embedded within our DNA that we couldn't get rid of if we wanted to, mm-hmm. because it's there to, con- to keep us alive, to, you know, and... We so geniusly found ways to preserve that shit without even knowing it. Mm-hmm. Or being able to do double speak around it. But right. in some ways, the translation just got lost over generations. Yeah. Which, you know, happens even in a lot of our practices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, did you grow up Christian, Malia? Absolutely. Yeah. I grew up. Actually, so my, my religious upbringing is kind of complicated. I grew up Southern Baptist, uh, went to Catholic school up until the second grade, moved to Arizona. And when I moved to Arizona from the the late 90s, early 2000s, I went to church by myself. I was just always really spiritually inclined. Girl. So I was just a little girl getting on the damn bus. Like, Mom, I'm about to go to church. That's me too. (laughs) Getting on the bus, going to this white-ass church. I don't know where it was located, y'all. It was somewhere in Phoenix, Arizona, and I was there by myself. Girl. That was me. You know what's so... And, like, <laughs> the fact that you're saying that people are still worshiping Yimia and Oshun, but describing it under this religion. When mm-hmm. I... Even when I think about growing up Christian, learning how to sing, learning how to, like, perform in my church choir was really in honor of my grandmother. say. So, even in being in that very heteronormative like people were talking from the pulpit around why my mom would go to hell because she's Mm. a single mother with Mm -hmm. these kids like just really talking down upon the women like my matriarch was the reason why I was there exactly my matriarch and like making her happy because I knew it made her happy right and I also believe like I still like I was really invested in doing that work too Mm -hmm. and I think it's all because why we find ourselves in this work um, people who grew up in churches, people who used to do theater, yeah. is because there's a sense of connection and performance that we're doing just to organize people. Right. Mm-hmm. So it feels it was a natural connection. My first works of service were at my church. Right. So that's why I always find it kind of interesting when like we have we're having all these conversations about what, where's the Black Baptist Church in this fight for justice and liberation. Like they're missing the point that your institutions are literally raising us up to be these people who are fighting back against these things, mm-hmm. to be these people who are so deeply connected or honoring black women's spaces that we can then move into different understandings of spirituality. Right. So I'm like, where did, how did you transition from like being a Christian and growing up Christian to then transition into being more comfortable with like practicing this belief of yours? Because it was performance. It was it for me. It was. It got to a point where I was performing Christianity instead of connecting to God, instead of like being connected to spirit. 
you know, like, I was, yeah, performing this idea of being a young, educated, black Christian woman who was heterosexual, and that was keeping me very unhappy. And so I just, once I left college, because I didn't graduate, I didn't have enough money to finish, <laughs> I left college, went home to organize, and I was like, you know what, Malaya, you are going to live for yourself at this point. And I was 23 years old, going on 24, and I just allowed myself to just be open. I'm like, you don't have to put on for anybody else anymore, you know, like, you are starting something new in this professional organizing world and you can just yeah do what makes you happy and I remember early like actually around this time in 2014 I bought my first crystal and meditated intentionally for the first time and that brought me that brought me back to the Orisha I read a poem I used to recite poetry in undergrad and I came across a poet by the name of Sonny Patterson, who's from... Yes! Yes! Love I Sunny. love this. This is so great. A po- I used to recite poetry by um, Sonny Patterson, who's from Louisiana. And in one of her poems, she says the names of the Orisha and the Lua, which are um, the deities in voodoo. And I'm like, well, if I'm going to be saying these names, I should know what the fuck I'm talking about. A little bit. Mm -hmm. So, and at this time, I was still performing Christianity. The first name that she says is, well, the first name that I remembered was Yemaya, or Yemoja, as as she pronounces it, Um, and as it's uh, pronounced in Nigeria. And I was just drawn to her spirit. I was drawn to her energy, but I was afraid, you know? I was just like, it's enough for me to know that this exists, and I'm cool with backing out. Um, but once I just allowed myself to to not, I guess, give a fuck about how I was showing up to other people um, at, in that way, then I, yeah, I just came back to the Orisha and mm-hmm. allowed myself to gradually go deeper within. You know, I didn't force any, I didn't force anything. I didn't, like, try to learn as much as I can. I didn't try to find, like, um an Orisha to attach myself to or try to become a priestess right away. I just let, you know, I just let this come out of my spirit in its own time. And it's just been a beautiful process so far. And I'm grateful for it. I feel so much free. I feel so much clear in my purpose and what I'm supposed to do here. And I see humanity and love and God and people in a way that I never did before, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's no shame to any of my family or black people who still follow Abrahamic religions because I understand oppression enough to get why we still do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also know that we're moving into a place of being authentic, where we have to be authentic, where we have to be vulnerable. We have to just seek truth and live in that shit and sit in it. And I'm grateful for my ancestors for holding on to our culture in the best way they could and disguising it, but we don't have to do that anymore. I don't have to hide. I don't have to disguise Mm. myself. I am a witch, and I stand firm in that identity. Who witch? I I stand firm in it. Every woman who was persecuted and executed in the name of being a witch, I stand firm in that identity, and I carry her honor and her name until my dying day, and my children will stand in my place and identify as witches and wizards. Yes, they will. 
Ashe. So <laughs> she just snatched us right back to her first talking right. point. We were and, hiding under this fucking religion, bitch. Sure was. And <laughs> just for the folks who are hearing this for, for the first time, or folks who um, who have heard this and who dismiss it as devil worship or mm. evil. Because I definitely saw when um, Beyonce performed at the Grammys, I saw a young man from back home in Jackson, Mississippi, say, I don't know what Beyonce is doing. That's evil. I don't want to. Jesus I don't is the reason that. for the so, season, Jesus. Right. So please tell us, you know, why we can no longer uh, just make witchcraft synonymous with devil worship or mm. evil even where that where that's rooted, if you can give us a little more background about that, that would be really helpful. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, thinking about Abrahamic religions in itself, it's based it is the deification of patriarchy. Mm. It is the deification what of What does that mean? It is it is basically deifying patriarchy as God. Deify like making Making patriarchy. Domination. Yeah. Making, yes. God-like status. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so anything anything that shows up as the antithesis <laughs> of that is the anti. So we said in the background, for instance, if you think about the story of Mary, for instance, Mary is chilling by the home business and the, and the angel come and say, hey, you about to be pregnant by the Lord. Nothing, no. Have a great one. And I mean, before we get there, <laughs> they said, my homegirl Eve, you're cursed with yeah. a period. And now every time you have a baby, it's going to hurt. That's a curse. How dare you yeah. So say that the process of bringing life into this world is a curse? Yeah. So I, I'm just saying. We're just literally saying. starting there. Starting we're there. Starting we there. start there. That is how we start. And how we get to all, all like <laughs> Islam, Christianity, Catholicism. Jesus' like birth with black with is, women being a source of the problem. A yes. source of the problem yes. as well as victims. So God doesn't say, hey Mary. You want to you want to have my my child like that doesn't happen. She's told yeah. and she's given her duty Mary and she's was an unwed single mother. Did anyone ask Mary would she like to carry this baby? Was the, there a discussion? The son of man. Mary was in a relationship. <laughs> was in a whole lot. You causing trouble. A Mari episode yeah. is on its way. <laughs> Joseph, you are not the father. Literally, <laughs> the case of Jesus, Jesus Christo. This pregnancy t- t- <laughs> split an entire religion in two. Yes. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> the pregnancy alone split an entire religion in two. Mm. These are just what's in there. This I mean, is this is what's in that book. This is all we're just talking about just Christianity. Putting it out there. So we're just no one's saying you cannot love Jesus. No. no. We're just going to tell you what it also says. The energy of Jesus is to- is totally something that we can love on and appreciate and honor. Absolutely. Yep. But God I, is still I will the head say, of my life. <laughs> great organizer, Jesus was. <laughs> great, organizer. great organizer. And a political prisoner. A political prisoner was killed by the cops. Killed by the state like shit. Come on. But I will say that outside of Abrahamic religions, Satan slash the devil does not exist. Mm. So then therefore you can't put Satan on witches. Oh. Because Ooh. like that that's we don't we don't acknowledge Satan. We don't acknowledge him as 
as absolute evil or as something that can conquer me or something that can take over me and that I need to be saved by something outside of myself. So what you saying is... How a nigga gonna be a devil worshiper if a nigga don't even acknowledge the I devil? Don't, I don't. <laughs> I, it's, and it's not even that I don't acknowledge the devil because there are billions of Christians who have made the devil real. Mm-hmm. He's not real to me. Mm-hmm. I don't give the devil that energy. Mm-hmm. So then, therefore, all of the shit that the devil can supposedly do doesn't affect me. Yeah. And, and the so devil ain't got really, no, no praise I ain't got no worries. <laughs> and the only reason why I feel like witches have probably been closely associated with the devil is because Christianity has taught us mm-hmm. to damn anything that we do not understand. Totally. Mm-hmm. If it's homosexual, that's of Satan. Mm-hmm. If it is trans, um, if it is trans, that is of Satan. Yes. Instead of, I literally just watched a sermon around this. I probably should find it. Instead of acknowledging what we don't understand. And explain it in the context of the work that we're supposed to be doing as Christians. Yeah. and You can't stop somebody there with damnation. And in the history of this country, Christianity persecuted women by calling them witches because they wouldn't give up their property to the church. Mm. Because they would not... Saw very interesting. Because they wouldn't basically bow down to the power of the state. Are you... Are you referring to the Salem witch trials? Yes, I am. Good job. (laughs) Yes, I am. Black woman. actually happened in this country is history of the United States. We persecuted women and called them witches because they would not bow down and acquiesce with ease to the state, to the church. That is what happened. And so if I am called a witch in the honor of those women, those powerful women, absolutely. I think they call us petty black feminists now. Well, then there it is. <laughs> I think that's the new term. One time you bitches for. don't agree. <laughs> you bitches petty keep, black feminists. You bitches keep talking. You yep. bitches keep talking. Won't spend your money where we tell you shit. to. Why do these things keep coming up in our pop culture? You think we might want to address them. Mm. My God. <laughs> My God. I yes. just had a fucking history lesson. How about y'all? So, yes. so Starshine is a witch, a hoodoo practitioner, a historian, anthropologist, quantum physicist, all of all of the above, tarot reader. Our readings are on point, y'all. Malaya does readings. So I just want to say that Starshine is starting a business, Starshine Line Hair. Um, if y'all, she's yeah. starting to do a card, y'all, let me tell y'all. This woman has read my cards, yes. and I have been brought to tears two out of three times. That's true. And uh, I, I have there. witnessed her read other people's cards, and I'm just talking she about the cards. kind of affirmation that uh, she gives as well as uh, the intuitiveness of them. Like, Malaya be detailing stuff that I know I ain't told her. Nobody in my immediate circle in probably years. And it's not about guessing your future. She's literally like, and there's nothing to be afraid of. It's literally guiding you past things you are experiencing naming them mm-hmm. um one of the best things she ever told me was to be intentional about talking to my grandmother who transitioned like and just just Same. stuff like that how could that not improve your life that is not that is not evil that is not hurtful that mm-hmm. 
that frees me up. That gives me hope in the midst of dealing with a very like heavy grief around yeah. losing my grandmother. And we literally mm. say the angels are watching over us instead of really saying our ancestors are People watching over us. People who know our names. People who know our names who are yeah. who are sending them like yeah, advocating and for us. Jesus yeah. is someone's ancestor. We are wor- mm-hmm. we're, like Christianity is ancestral worship. We are yeah. honored, we're deifying someone else's ancestors. Why not do that for our people? And it's not about not being able to see God because I put up a, a status today on Facebook that says over half of the percentage of our universe we can't see, but we know it's there. So it's not even about the stuff that we can't see, but it's a, it's about how does it how is it actually making you the best possible you that you can be? How is it making you responsible, making you the owner of your life, and you're not like giving your life away basically to do a, it to a, an abusive dominating and controlling spirituality so my question for you malaya is you are an organizer yeah. um coming out of ohio oh you know um so how does your religious practice um inform your organizing and your vision for liberation word so in my experience i'm seeing that People, there, there isn't a void of passion. There isn't a void of hard work. You know, there isn't a void of innovation and creativity. I will say that there is a void of healing bomb and mm. just intentionality around the way that we are building out our communities, our movement for our future, for our kids. Mm. And... In my spiritual practice, I'm seeing how our ancestors were so intentional about thinking about us that tens of thousands of years later, I'm still saying Oshun mm. in America, thousands of miles away from Nigeria because they were thinking about us, mm. you know what I mean, in an intentional way. Dreaming about us. Dreaming about us and saying prayers in our honor. And I don't see us getting far in our fight for liberation without tapping into that in an intentional way, without retrieving some of that in an intentional way, and without getting some of that healing bomb, y'all. We sick. We can make fun of Hurt Bay because we don't see humanity in Courtney. We don't see how she's a part of our community and she deserves protection. Mm. We don't see that. We see that as a fucking laughing stock, yo. And so... I want to use my spiritual practice as healing bomb for our community. We can we can do all of the creative actions we want to do, but if we're not healing our if we're not healing our leaders, we ain't getting far, y'all. Yeah. Because our our you leaders are hurting too. Yep. This shit is hard. It's yeah. hard work. It's hard and I'm work. so glad that I was called to be one of the number. Dang. So. If folks want to get consulting um, from you, if they want to get a reading from you, yes. they want to get some healing oil. Can we call you Malaya the Hood Witch? Yes. Is that, is that, can, can that be your Because I'm a hood witch. Hey, 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 hey. 
Because I'm a hood witch. Cake by the pound. Hey, hood witch. Do a split on the dick. Hey, hood witch. With some coconut. Hood witch. All right, so if you want to like rap with Malay, but if folks want to get a reading, consult, talk to you more about history, talk to you, and pay you for it, where can they find you? Oh, how can they tap into you? Where can they find your stuff? Because mm. let me tell you, this one here is blessed. And highly flavored. Highly flavored. <laughs> Someone should tip her. Yes. Shout out to Sam Master. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Body roll on the mic. <laughs> yeah, so you can find me again on Twitter and Instagram at him underscore Malaya, M-A-L-A-Y-A. You can find me on Snapchat at the same uh, username. and That's going to be a goddamn yeah, treat, listen, bitch. My snaps <laughs> are, they are the embodiment of Starshine the Hood Witch. It's great. If There's you follow, lots of bo- body rolling, nigga. Lots. If you one. follow me on Snapchat at Jazz on Your Mind, you have seen <laughs> Malaya and her, all her glory this past week alone. She stepped out the house looking like Janet Jackson, <laughs> circa um, what control. And then the, a couple days later, she had to set it off, rob the bank downtown. Malaya is literally you know, wearing the leggings day. made out of the galaxy. The, the right galaxy now, are on her thighs, and I believe she can lead us to the stars. My God. By way. <laughs> And then she got on a bat, a Batman crop top, just turn the dark side. And then a hat, a a cap that says "Power." You have simply adopted the darkness. I was born. I was born in it, molded by it. (laughs) Just looking like Afrofuturism embodied. Mm. And the wildest dreams of our ancestors. I ain't even paying her, y'all. And no. her children. <laughs> but yeah, no. so y'all should definitely get into um, Malaya. Malaya is a real true one. She's also starting up an Etsy shop. I'm Malaya pretty sure is. if y'all follow her on her social media platform, she'll let y'all know where y'all can disperse your money. Thanks. <laughs> All right, so You're moving welcome. right along into shout out. Hey, hey, hey. What's a mixtape without a shout out? And we know the power of a shout out because even the Migos got put on by it. I mean, even Black Joy Mixtape got a shout out by Essence Live. The Thank other you, day. Essence Live, for our shout out. We shout you out too. You that was our fabulous second time. black women. Yes. Y'all fine. <laughs> yes. Fine. You better fabulous. give us the, the tea and the reeds and the shade and the and cool the breeze. And by all means, if you have a news and politics section, you know, by all means, invite Amber and Jasmine. We're here for um, y'all. We Amber really is already done her moment you know happy to come back happy to come back happy to live so we you know whatever we can make it work (laughs) all right um so i want to shout out two members of the black joy jubilee first yes black joy (laughs) jubilee been turned up one time so the first one goes out to cody k charles what's up cody um cody wrote black joy we deserve it it is a black joy survival kit on medium look for that on medium uh cody also included us um in the shout out at the end it's a wonderful piece doing uh, spotlights of all kind of folks who are talking about black joy and giving us their black joy playlist by all means awesome also the next 
bad motherfucker of the Black Joy Jubilee we want to shout out is Lord Rachel. Rachel the Lord. At Rachel the Lord. Thank you so much, homie, for hosting the Black Joy Mixtape live uh, listening session. Live tweets. You allow us to sit in with you as you live tweet the show. Amen. And I will also say this about Rachel the Lord. I've been checking up on her. Yes. The girl knows how to deliver a solid lip. A lip. (laughs) I mean, just for the gods. Instagram just lit as a motherfucker. (sighs) I'm like... (laughs) She out here writing. Girl! Just... I'm like, so you just you just wax your your keyboard and you deliver a solid dark purple. Got a boo. Just God, doing it just all. Just do it all. Look at on Afropunk street style. And we does the research. And oh. then has the audacity to be like, hey, around nine, ten o'clock, a real one is about to live tweet her listening experience. Do it. Please join me. Mm-hmm. I'm here for so it. So if y'all want to congregate with Rachel the Lord, <laughs> if she decides to do it, no, no pressure. We just saying we appreciate it. By, By yes. all means, check up on it. She announces when she gonna do it like, using the hashtag Black Joy Mixtape. You know, y'all too can also live tweet your listening experience using the hashtag Black Joy Mixtape. Tilly normally we does will. it in the morning. Yes, <laughs> yes, she does. Thank you, Tilly. <laughs> so yeah, those the Black Joy Jubilee. Thank y'all, y'all some real ones. And we have not forgotten. Thank y'all so much for getting up every Thursday morning, the month of February, y'all. to support our high priestess, the Black Joy. Yeah. It's the last Thursday of February, y'all. We yeah. gotta, we going out with a big bang. Y'all hey. make sure y'all, make sure y'all. But you gotta Just do it know. for the culture. <laughs> February. Just know. <laughs> go to Petty Black Feminist. Uh, go to www.theblackjointmixtape.com. Go to the Petty Black Feminist tab. Get your merchandise now. Because <laughs> you want to be in the number. You want to be in the number, okay? Yes. My yes. God. We're with a blessed person. This is the time to speak. Just honey all over your life. The new moon is Sunday. Now Abundance. Is the time. Expansion. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. You, you see, know. I done lit all these goddamn candles. I just want to shout out my grandmother, Mary Elizabeth Thomas. Yes, come Amen. on. You know, because I Mary Alice, for you, by us. Thank you. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so we're about to get into our formal shout outs, folks who had the time and energy to write us some things. Amen. Yes. Thank y'all so much. It, uh, just to remind you, if you want to shout out your friends, family, loved ones, community, please email us at theblackjoymixtape at gmail.com. Again, that is theblackjoymixtape at gmail.com. You <laughs> All right. Um, so our first one is from Brittany Pete. Um, now, if y'all remember, I don't know how many episodes. It was probably last episode. Maybe it was episode. last episode. Was it? Time Traveler. Thank you. You know, it's hard. <laughs> uh, so, Brittany got a shout out by her friend, Tana. And she decided to return the favor, y'all. Shout out. It's so great. I love this. So, Brittany writes, hi, Amber and Jazz. Hey, girl. I just want to... Oh, this was the one we was talking about with the lit-ass Instagram, huh? Yes. And yes. there's more treats in this shout-out as well. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Amber and Jazz. I just want to take a minute to shout-out my best friend, Tana. 
I came to know Tanner through a three-way phone call exposing these niggas, and we've been besties ever since. That's, yeah, I mean, that sounds like a great way. back to sixth grade, Yes, bitch. Who was way. listening? Who was talking? Bitch, let me know. <laughs> If if you're a fake nigga, can't fuck with you. Be All right. Quiet. <laughs> she is the epitome of light and love. Yes, ma'am. Beautiful inside and out. Stay bossing up on these niggas. Boss up, man. Boss up. This is great for the theme of the show. Amen. You interrupted me. I'm grinding. She <laughs> has endured. Pause. I'm grinding right now. A fella <laughs> don't make me fancy. <laughs> And the money don't make me uh, happy. What are you I'm doing? I'm smiling for a whole nother reason. It's all smiles for all four seasons. Hey. Shining, 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 Drop that shining. Yeah. There. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you, Tana. She has endured. Brittany continues. She has endured so much in the past year, but still finds time to care deeply about others around her. She is also single and looking. Hey. Her IG is Tana Taught You. I'm going to spell that because the Black Joy Jubilee needs this. IG Tana, T-A-N-N-A-H, taught you. And she is so bad, she predicted my singleness a week in advance. No better be leaving these niggas. <laughs> I just want to let her know. I just Edmund. How? <laughs> I don't want to hear your voice, bitch. <laughs> Be quiet. All the cis niggas, be quiet. I just wanted to let her know how much Gucci and OJ, her goddaughters, Ava and Jordan, and I love and appreciate her. Little Brittany. God children named Gucci and, and OJ? Yeah. I bet those were the Gucci. two girls. Hey, okay. I bet you they lit as fuck. I bet yes, those were the two girls in the robes <laughs> dancing, killing you hoes. For the yeah. what challenge was that? I don't even know what that challenge is called <laughs> outside of little black girls murder y'all once again. Fucking it up one more time. <sighs> so know. that was a shout out from Brittany to Tana. Thank y'all so much for submitting our next one. Amber, you got this one. And our next shout out comes from we know these niggas. It is from Renee Bracy Sherman. Um, and she is shouting out Elizabeth Dollsgate among other folks. Let me just read it. Okay. So, shout out to Elizabeth Dollsgate. That's our boo. She's so cute. Why is right? Elizabeth so cute? Though? I can't take it. She travels the world. Her Instagram is also lit. Carnival, bitch. Mm. Like, Elizabeth don't play In the Alps. Boy, yeah. Just giving us all types of bedazzled bikinis, thick <laughs> than cold grits, just serving. Family bitch. from Alabama. Of mm. course. Yes. Of course. Cold grits. Just, just one moment cold. she on the continent of Africa. Next thing you know, she under the Jesus in Brazil. <laughs> I'm just like, my God. <laughs> just got stamped. Let some drops fall on even me. And then Elizabeth. this past summer, we come, she like, hey, I'm having a housewarming with my husband. Y'all yes. should come through. And just got Let a first, her first time home on her. Just. <laughs> Renee says, shout out to Elizabeth Dolls Game, my dear friend and hella loyal Black Joy mixtape listener. She really is. Uh-huh. I love, I can't, let me get through it. She's a total badass and can get down. 
written just like that on the dance floor, especially at Jessica Bird's Bad and Bougie Ball. Girl, that Bad and Bougie Ball still gives me life. Like, my mom wishes she was there. If y'all saw my snaps, all the, like, I just want to say that people were just coming to me and just be like, go ahead, film this real quick. And next thing I know, they just busting it the fuck open and okay. i was there to document it and i felt blessed and highly favored yeah. amen mm-hmm. so elizabeth is a public health data nerd with a passion for maternal health and has been a writing machine lately yes ma'am yes make sure you take out her hashtag black futures month piece on huffington post called environmental and health justice intersect for healthy black futures mm. you better put some health on our that. future Please. In fact, everyone should check out the hashtag Black Futures Month feature at HuffPo, curated by Chanel Matthews, also a goddess. Yes. And a queen. A twin. A, a twin. A Sagittarius twin. Chanel is my one of my soulmates. Channel right Black is popping. Poppington. Okay. Movement for Black Lives. Shout out. So it's curated by Chanel Matthews and it takes a look at how we can build healthy black futures with a new article and art piece every day, bitch. <laughs> Amber was featured on there. You can find it on Black Joy Mixtape, IG. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jasmine Burnett. We just gonna put everybody. Renee was hey, like, "Listen, Jasmine. I'm bringing this squad in." Yes, she, who's also located in Ohio. That is yes, a. But she's from Indiana, so true. Shout out to the Midwest. <laughs> Shout out you know to the Midwest. <laughs> I just want to say that Renee decided to follow a black ass feminist ass legacy of you think i'm only gonna shout out one no no there's a gang of us all of us are here and accounted for we're all wearing the same color and we look great we're in formation we smell good we look good we're Mm. here yes melanin she continues she continues with (laughs) i just love jasmine so jasmine burnett wrote a beautiful poem about black women in films as goddesses Right on message. True. Called June Psalm. Realize rights and unquestioned humanity. What? June Psalm. Realize rights and unquestioned humanity. Mm. And Ruth Ruth Genital wrote about the key to our liberation through the Haitian Revolution in a piece called <laughs> The Roots of the Haitian Revolution Are Black Futures. Mm. One time. Exactly what we were talking about, y'all. For Echoing Ida. Mm. That was an Echoing Ida shout out for the gods. Yes. Seriously. Shout out yeah. to everyone in yes. that post. So follow Echoing Ida. Read all shit. of those Read things. Read everything mm. on Huffington Post that was written by these wonderful Beautiful. black people around our black futures. Okay? Yes. That are connected to our black ass past. Hello. Ooh. Don't get it twisted. Our grandmothers spoke our names. One time for the niggas in, in Haiti. And they already paid for our crowns. We just got to pick them up. Pick that shit up. It's heavy, but it's yours. Yep. Amen. So those are the shout outs for today. This show was excellent. Yes. <laughs> we got two songs. Yes. We got me two sweaters. Malay got me two sweaters. Got me two freestyles on the <laughs> mic, bitch. We got a hashtag. Got a hashtag. Malay the hood, which is branded. It's there. <laughs> Look her up. Emma Leia. Malaya, tell the people where they can find you. At him underscore Malaya, M-A-L-A-Y-A, on IG, and, um, Snapchat, and Twitter. 
and Malaya Lynch, L Y N C H, on Facebook. Hey, she's oh, gave y'all she a Facebook name. Hey. I mean, you know, Starshine makes appearances there too. Yeah, hey, man. You know? Y'all can tune into one of her Facebook lives where she also just gives you her magical self. True. I will be doing that this Sunday for the new moon. So check me out. Jasmine. <laughs> Where can they find your crazy ass? Think about me at Jazz on Your Mind on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Facebook is kind of dry right now because I'm stretching myself thin across uh, managing Black Joy Mixtapes social. We're trying to get to all these emails. (laughs) It's a lot. (laughs) Working full time, managing two social accounts. We're trying to be an intern for free. <laughs> they didn't ask Malaya asked. I'm, I'm trying to look out for my homegirls. Look, we trying to find the money. We scraping it together. Like Just if you want to hustle us. with us, invest in us. We will invest in you. Promise, Pinky. Promise. Promise. We will wash <laughs> your ass with the best. Ever made the bomb ass chicken wings? You'll be fed. <laughs> Make your next move your best move. I'm telling you. I just got one question for you. You'll be able to come here on Wednesday, get you a plate, get you some laughs. (laughs) 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 No. Hit us up at Black Joy Mixtape in our DMs. Let us know if you're willing to be our next time. There will be 200 applications, y'all. Serious increase only. Serious increase only, bitch. No. This I don't is think wrong. I'm ready to. Actually, I am not ready to manage an intern. <laughs> I will gladly manage the fuck out but of the intern. Hit us up in the next week or two after we have our strategy meeting. Oh, <laughs> we will know exactly where you should go. <laughs> Listen, we'll speak your name when they have us on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yes. <laughs> we won't just be kissing you goodbye as you drop us off to our girlfriend. Look. Babe. You know, we got an LLC behind us. If you need us to talk to your professor about these credits, we can do that too. We can do that too. Also, (laughs) make sure y'all follow Black at underscore We Are Black, which is helping us put out this podcast, which is where we also do our work, y'all. Which is based lit. It's just me, Amber, and Kevin. Entire corporation. It's at Black Joy Mixtape is on Instagram and Twitter. If you want behind the scenes look, if you want to make sure that you know everything is on time, you get <laughs> notifications about things. Follow us on those platforms. Also, also subscribe to us on iTunes. Make Leave sure you rating comments, please. Yes. Um, follow us on Snapchat. We need these metrics. Amen. <laughs> and I am Amber J. Phillips on all social media platforms. My Snapchat is Jazzling Mine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring this thing home since y'all acting the fuck up this week. Yes. This is definitely going to no be. No behaving. <laughs> this is definitely going to be like this piece of a segment that you get to listen to at the African American History Museum <laughs> and like the headphones. Yeah. And like 15 more years. <laughs> That's if that motherfucker ain't a golf park. <laughs> I love that place. I love it so much. It's a, it's it's a respectable. Black American pyramid. It is. Yeah. It's so the final resting place. The future final resting place of the Obama family. The African American <laughs> History Museum of Arts and Culture. <laughs> Oprah's definitely gonna be buried in that motherfucker too. Absolutely, she in that theater. Have... 
There's just going to be an internal flame that's never allowed to yep. go out. Exactly. For Ofra. Encased in glass. How does the flame stay inside the glass? You're asking too many questions. Yep. Exactly. You're not supposed mm-hmm. to question God. You all know this. Mm-hmm. Malaya, thank you for joining us this week. Thank this you has for been a blessing. Me. Oh, man. So blessed. You're welcome. You should have told us you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> be the Maxine Waters that you want to be, okay? Yes. She told Chris, Chris, like, thank you for being here today. She's like, you're, you're welcome. Because <laughs> I'm about the only one who's going to talk about what needs to be talked about this week. Impeach him. Impeach, impeach, impeach. Don't be abused by your spiritual teachers. Amen. Don't be abused by your intimate partners. Don't be abused by your God. There's no reason for it. No abuse. Love and abuse cannot exist in the same space. Yeah. This is Amber J. Phillips, the high priestess of Black Joy. And this is Jazz, the King of the South. And you just listened to the, the Black Joy, Joy mixtape. I'm that Black Marican Bruja straight out from the Yoruba. And my people come from Africa, diaspora, Cuba. And you mix that Arabic, that original people. I'm that Black Native American, I vanquish your evil. I'm that Black Marican Bruja straight out from Reaching my altar, I'm reaching my altar. Got coins in the counter. Don't you fuck with me?